Hello and welcome to Rewired Mind Counseling Podcast. My name is Esther Obonde and I am the host of this show. Thank you for joining us for today's pioneering podcast on overcoming anxiety and depression using coping mechanisms. This will be achieved by integrating faith-based and clinical approaches and exploring ways that anxiety can be minimized, managed, or eliminated. I will be explaining my approaches in detail in my subsequent podcasts. Hello, today we are going to talk about sleep disorders. You know, um, it's becoming a problem at the, at the rate at which parents uh, give melatonin to their children or parents, guardians, caretakers, or those who are responsible for kids' welfare, they are now resorting to use the usage of uh, melatonin f- to help, you know, uh, help that child to sleep. Well, some people may say melatonin has no serious side effects, that the uh, side effects are minimal. Even adults, um, that's the belief. But then, uh, using melatonin reliance or indulgence on melatonin can mask the main problem that child or that person is having. It will not allow the root cause of that problem that causes lack of sleep to be identified or diagnosed. So, somebody will start taking melatonin and melatonin is aiding that person to sleep but there is an on factor an underlying problem that needs to be diagnosed and treated so melatonin overusing melatonin over relying on melatonin can such um helping that person discover or find out what the real problem is so on that note, I will strongly encourage parents, parents of little children, guardians, caretakers to look into ways of helping that child sleep very well. Perhaps your child is struggling to um, stay afloat during the day and uh, that child goes to school, he or she starts showing signs of irritability, aggression, anger and all, you know, manifesting all those uh, negative uh, emotions. It could be that your child is not well rested at night and therefore waking up in the day, that child is not energized, that child is not motivated, that child, you know, still needs sleep. So that means something could be wrong and it's time to check uh, on the following signs and symptoms that the child may be manifesting to know whether to you know see a physician primary care physician your psychotherapist um, psychologist psychiatrist that that means that child needs help so i will strongly recommend you seek help first then if you rule out that there is no underlying problem then you might try alternative ways to get that child to sleep better, to have good sleep hygiene, maintain a good sleep regime. So 
first of all, the first step is go go and see your uh, doctor and establish the fact that the child either has a problem or has no problem. So if there is no underlying problem, health issues, then that means the child would need to adjust their sleeping pattern. There is something wrong with their sleeping pattern. They are not sleeping, having enough sleep. And then not having enough sleep means a lot. That means that child's uh, routine structure for the day has to change. And a parent, a guardian, a caretaker, or anybody in charge of it, uh, um, you know, uh, raising a child would then step in and make sure, work together with the child and make sure they accomplish, you know, um, something, a good sleep regime for that child. Melatonin can be good, and um, though um, scientists are, you know, looking into it and they are alarmed at the rate at which parents indulge in um, adults, you know, give melatonin to their uh, little ones just to aid them to sleep. Scientists are really alarmed and they they feel that strongly um, feel that if something is not done, something can, uh, something huge can happen, go wrong. So it's good to look at this um, problem that is going on right now in the in the in the society children need the fact is that children need to be well rested at night and for them to do that there are steps to um establishing a good sleep uh, routine and that means reducing the child's that's number one because well screen time can become an addiction and the child may be finding it difficult to break off from that addiction. So it's best for a parent to look into um, the sleep pattern and see how uh, they can address that problem. You know, um, also, the body and the mind has to be prepared during the day in order to have enough time. Uh, I think I'm, I'm... You see, I didn't... Put them in sequence. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yep, whenever you're ready. Okay, I'm ready now. <laughs> Let me check. Right. Is your child struggling? Okay. I, I've not introduced. It's okay. Mm. Can I carry on? Mm-hmm. Okay. Today we are going to look at sleep deprivation, sleep disorders. One losing out on sleep. There is a problem. And uh, scientists are looking at this problem, which is coming from, you know, the constant use of melatonin by adults to help children sleep better. It is a major concern. It is huge. And um, they are really looking into it. So my input today is that if your child is struggling to stay afloat during the day, or that child is showing signs of um, irritability, aggression, anger, and all those medi- uh, negative emotions. It could be that your child is not resting well at night. And if that child is not resting well at night, that means that child is not ener- um, will not be energized during the day, even on waking up. 
so it will be a drag that child may not you know uh, function well at school and if that happens that child will have problem with uh, relationships that child will have problem with um, you know doing his or her classwork or following up with other activities in the school so it has a lot of problem so where is this problem coming from it can it, it could either be as a result of um, underlying problem health issues with the child maybe having that will require medical attention or it could be that the child is not sleeping very well there are things setting you know getting in the disrupting the child's sleep pattern which we are going to look at at some point so when this happens that the child is not sleeping well and parents adults are concerned and they quickly rush to using melatonin. And this is what scientists are not happy about. The rate at which parents, adults, or uh, whoever is in charge of, uh, responsible for a child, dishing out melatonin without minding. Although it is said that melatonin has little or no side effects, but the problem is that Using melatonin over and over again can mask the problem, the real problem that is underlying that should be diagnosed and treated So to help that child. So if a parent or adult constantly gives melatonin and that child is getting the sleep they require, the problem, the root cause of that sleeplessness sleep issue is not solved. So when they use melatonin, it's masking the problem. So what needs to be done is that the child should be taken to a doctor and, it, and the, the medical um, practitioner should be able to um, look at the child and find out if there are problems, health issues, and uh, get give them treatment. So if there is no... Um, real or medical issues, then that child can resort to having good life um, sleep patterns, sleep regime. The fact is that our bodies make melatonin. It's a hormone that our bodies make. And uh, our bodies make those hormones in large quantities at night. You know, it releases melatonin, large quantities, quantities of uh, melatonin uh, towards uh, evening and heading into nighttime. And that's what makes our body to get really tired. And melatonin is produced less in less quantities during the day. So when that happens, somebody's body is prepared for sleep. When melatonin... um, it's not there in in the uh, it's not in the enough quantity that will produce sleep it means that child will not be uh, able to sleep properly so that's where that child needs help first of all the doctor need to um, verify what is wrong and give that child the required help they need so when the body is unable to produce that melatonin Definitely, the person's um, quality of sleep would be 
affected. So people then supplement by using melatonin, which is um, the synthetic version of what should have been produced naturally. They get it over the counter. Um, sadly, in uh, America, you get it over the counter um, versus like unlike other countries, some other countries where you have to have melatonin by prescription. But here you get it um, freely over the counter. So instead, I am here today to say to parents of little children to, you know, to help them look into what is going on in their child's life, sleep patterns, you know, to help them, you know, get quality sleep time and then be able to function at school, in the community, at home, wherever they are, because they have good sleep. So that's what I'm, I'm talking about today. So instead of maxing that underlying problem, that sleep deprivation with melatonin is best to check out the root cause, get to the bottom of it and ask for help and get the right treatment. Some, um, so it is considered bet, best practice to stop taking melatonin and then resort to good sleep regime, which is prepare your child for sleep. Talk with your child. Draw up a structure that will help the child wind down a few hours before bedtime. You know, that helps the child to prepare their mind and their body before they go to bed. One such thing will be taking um, away screen time from the child. That child does not need to be addicted to screen time. And screen time, addiction to screen time can help reduce one's chances of having a good night's sleep. So it's very important. Work with your child. Come up with a plan. Encourage that child to be actively engaged during the day. Draw up a structure. As soon as that child wakes up, that child is uh, following up with his, his or her structure, planned out structure. When they get to school, they follow the school structure. When they come back home, they then continue with their structure and be active. The main thing there is to be following a structure is to guide them. Because if you leave them without structure, they can roam around. Look at it this way. In school, they have a structure. They follow a structure. And that's why things flow well in school. Likewise, if they come back home from school and there is no structure, Whatever the school is doing is not be, being effective. So parent, this is where parents come in, step in and help a child to what, whatever the school is doing. So it cannot be the raising of a child or nurturing a child should not be, you know, um, a burden placed or a duty solely for the school. The families need to step in. Parents need to step in and support whatever the uh, child is doing in school. Because in school, the child has a structure, a good structure. And that's why everything flows very well. Imagine if a child goes to school, there is no structure. Zigzag. Anything can, anything happens, goes. Uh, that's not going to be well with the child's mind. That can cause all sorts for the child. So having a structure is very important. 
and that applies to sleep time. So having a structure and then towards the evening, the child is, has done a lot during the day and the body, the physical body is now well prepared, tired, you know, to, you know, fall asleep. So removing screen time or limiting screen time is a good idea. I strongly recommend that because screen time can become an addiction that can be a problem, you know, breaking. It is an addiction, so reduce screen time. So when you have um, come up with a daily structure that will run into a weekly structure, that child is following a healthy pattern. And um, that structure encourages the child to stay actively engaged in whatever they are doing. So they are now using up their energy during the day before bedtime. So that helps that child to be ready for sleep. Both uh, body and mind would then be ready to sleep whenever uh, it's night time. So another thing is create and adopt a regular sleep pattern. It could be set a time when a child goes to bed. Set a time when they wake up and find out if they really, what, how long does it take them to fall asleep? That would then determine if they have difficulty falling asleep. And also, if there is a way you can monitor. I have a client who monitors their child's uh, sleep patterns. You know, they have these um, new devices. I'm not familiar with them, but she told me, this client told me that she has a very good device. You know, I think it's the watch or something like that that helps her monitor uh, her child's sleep pattern. She has now known that the child has difficulty falling asleep. She has established that the child has difficulty staying asleep and difficulty waking up. And another parent told me they use the monitor, they, that's the camera. So now they know what is going on and they're helping the child to have a, a healthy sleep pattern. So create a sleep pattern for your child. Know, establish the time, set time to go to bed and the set time to wake. The monitoring will help you know what goes on. Whether the child, as I said earlier, whether the child is having difficulty falling asleep, difficulty staying asleep, difficulty waking up. So you'll be able to know. Maybe do that in a week or two weeks. That will help you find, see what is going on and what can be done. And encourage outdoor activities. Outdoor, being actively engaged in something. It could be go to the park, walk, it could be gardening, it could be find out what suits you and your child. Good eating is another thing, you know. Good eating regime, you know. Let the child, you know, ensure that the child has appetite for food, good appetite. And if not, find out why. You know, that's the time to, you know, check on that child and see if it's a persistent problem to see whether you can seek the advice of either a nutritionist, primary care physician, or whoever is a pediatrician or sleep specialist. So, um, I mean, um, somebody who would uh, help you with nutrition for the child. So, it's very good. 
good eating, good sleeping, good eating uh, exercises will help that child you know, function very well. So that will also help that child sleep at the right time and wake up at the right time without having sleep issues. So check on what your child is doing and see how well they're doing. If they're not doing well, rush to uh, give melatonin. Melatonin is something naturally produced. If your child is lacking in melatonin, please see the doctor. Don't uh, resort to giving the synthetic melatonin, which may, you know, um, get in the way of that child's ability to function and, you know, uh, get uh, always having in, uh, mood swings, which is not good for the child's uh, emotion. So help that child and not solely rely on melatonin. The, um, however, sleep deprivation whichever way you look at it is not good for uh, a healthy uh, development of a child and if this is happening instead of rushing to uh, find a quick fix by using a synthetic form of uh, sleep aid please seek help ask questions there are people there, medical professionals, who can help you get help. Thank you.